Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And it is already Wednesday. Hello and welcome to it. How you doing? My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. There are days that it is uh, kind of hard to be funny when things are so chaotic. But every single day I come in and I look at the uh, the headlines and I go, okay, what can we do with this? How can we uh, make fun of the idiots in charge while uh, changing the direction of the country, which is clearly into the uh, pits of hell? I just go ahead, into the pits of hell. And, and you know it and I know it, particularly in Chicago. You know, Chicago last weekend, there was a, a big weekend in Chicago. They got a new mayor elect, and his name's Brandon Johnson, and, and he had uh, Lori Lightfoot, and Lori Lightfoot was a terrible mayor, so terrible, she got the first uh, mayor to be voted out, just voted out after the first term. And that was a clear message to uh, to the people in charge that uh, people were tired of the nonsense uh, of uh, Lori Lightfoot and the, uh, the, the big COVID shutdown, all the crime, the rise in the crime, the defunding of the police and everything. And then somehow they double down on stupid and they elect a guy named Brandon Johnson, who's even worse, who literally is calling for the defunding of police, is excusing looting and vandalism. Don't don't be too hard on those kids. I know they set fire to that car and they burned down that building and they killed those people. But honestly, there's so you got that going on. He's also beholden to the teachers union in a big way. And the teachers unions have presided over uh, the uh, the collapse of the American educational system, particularly in inner cities like Chicago. Over 100 schools in the state of Illinois, there are kids in school, in high school, uh, almost 100% of them are not uh, completely uh, up to snuff when it comes to reading and math. And some of them are graduating, many of them are graduating completely illiterate. And the amazing thing about that is uh, most of them are black kids. Oh, my God, you're so racist. No, no, no. I've been talking about this for my entire broadcast career. I've been saying this. My entire broadcast career, I've devoted uh, to not only entertaining people, but also one of the platforms that I've had is to try to get to the bottom of what's happening in American inner cities so kids don't have to have another generation of this. And yet, we still have it. Here's a little audio of wonderful Chicago over the weekend. Just hundreds of kids who put out a little uh, a little uh, social media uh, invite to everybody to go downtown and uh, and then just cause havoc, getting into fights and uh, and wrecking stuff. That's what's happening. And uh, and I've said this before. It's uh, it's monochromatic, and this is not in a you know a, a racist. Although I've been called racist before, even though I'm a huge advocate for uh, fostering and adopting kids and and getting kids out of bad situations. And and particularly if you look at, for instance, in the foster care uh, uh, programs in the country, a good share of the kids, a larger share than in the population, are children of color. And all I've said is, my God, can we just solve the problem so things can get better and it never ever happens things only get 
worse. And uh, coming up in just a second, uh, the Biden administration is changing its positions on guns and gun control. They're getting rid of the boogeyman of the AR-15 to just go after guns in general by uh, starting to pay attention to the problem that they created and ignored for the last 30 years. All right? And so what they're going to try and do is flip the argument so it's gun owners' fault. So we'll get to that in a second. The first something from uh, Mr. Jim Gossett about the wonderful town of Chicago. My kind of town, Chicago. I used to want to live there. To get gunned down, Chicago is my kind of hoodlums, too. Hoodlums who they will shoot at you. And each time I leave Chicago land or St. Louis, there's blood on my sleeve and on my hand. Baltimore, don't forget Baltimore. That new lefty mayor, Chicago is. New York City, too, yeah. The old Democrat council, Chicago is. They just got called out by Trump. It's my, all of it is my, my kind of love. Wow. That is something else. Jim Gaffin. Chicago. So that is uh, new from Jim Gossett. So uh, a couple of, you know, and it was kind of strange because yesterday I opened the show with a tale of two shootings, you may recall. And if you haven't, check out the podcast at uh, Newsmax.com slash listen. Oddly enough, you know who else started out with that same theme last night? Tucker Carlson. I know, I know, kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I, I looked at the, uh, the, I juxtaposed some of these shootings, and I'm like, what is the deal? And yesterday I'm driving around, and I decided to turn on the radio, and ABC Radio News, which goes, bah, 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 which should say propaganda, and they're trying to make the shooting of this 16-year-old uh, kid, uh, Ralph Yarl, in Kansas City by a white homeowner into a massive federal hate crime uh, story. That's what they're trying to do. Now, I don't know the man who shot this kid. I don't know if he was really a racist. I don't know if he's just a paranoid old dude who's 80 years old who maybe is threatened and all of this stuff and, and worried about this, and he, and he shot a kid because uh, it was in the evening. I don't, know if, I don't know what was in his heart. Do you know what was in his heart? Do you know? Do, what, about, what about a white man who shot a black teenager in the head uh, in, uh, you know, looking for his relatives? That's what that story is about. It was 10 o'clock on, uh, on a Thursday night, so who knows? And then, and then there's Kaylin Gillis. She uh, was 20 years old. She was shot in the driveway of a man's home. She was 20 years old, getting ready to go to school, getting ready to go to college, just months shy of starting college in Florida. This is a horrendous tragedy. She was shot guy by, name, by a guy named Kevin Monahan. And again, Monahan is 65 years old. Monahan has been, uh, apparently people have said he's rather paranoid. He's got a sign up on his door that says, you know, whatever, no trespassing. Oddly enough, the uh, older gentleman in Kansas City had a big sign on his door that said no soliciting. But uh, one of them is a hate crime, and the other one is just a paranoid old dude. So why is this? Why are we, why are we um, making one story into something gigantic 
presumably to, uh, oh, oh, I know what it is. It's to distract from things like is what is happening in Chicago. It is. It's about, it's about finding, again, the boogeyman. It is a white old man in Kansas City who's clearly a racist, most probably a Trump supporter, and certainly a white supremacist. Now, uh, both of these uh, men are, you know, uh, one's uh, 15 years older than the other one. Both of them shot people on their property, but only one... Where, by the way, the kid survived, 16-year-old kid, Ralph Yarl. He survived. He's doing well. And, and I thank God for that. I think it's wonderful that this young man, because he looks like an outstanding young man. And, and you know what? It, it, Kaylin Gillis seemed like she was an outstanding young woman. But only one has any uh, political capital involved with it. And that, of course, is the black kid being shot by the white guy, even though he survived. And by the way, that young man already with GoFundMe has nearly $4 million raised to support him. And I think it's great. I think that is great. But there's another 20-year-old woman who's dead and nobody cares. It is remarkable. And then I noticed this uh, this morning, actually. I was like, uh, you know, last week uh, they they talked about this uh, mass shooting at a Sweet 16 party in Alabama where, uh, uh, you know, it was uh, largely people of color, young people. Uh, generally, this is where we see wilding. We see a lot of violence. We see looting and things like that. It, it, they are. There is clearly a crisis in the inner cities of America. And uh, with regard to uh, that story, um, it went away in a big hurry. You know why? Because there was no assault weapon involved. There was no, there was no assault weapon. Remember, remember with the after the uh, shootings in Tennessee, uh, assault weapons got to go. Assault weapons got to go. Weapons of war. Weapons of war. Well, now they can't blame the uh, the assault weapons and the weapons of war. So now the Biden administration is just going to go after guns, and they're going to say uh, uh, comprehensive gun safety, which is nonsense. Even though I mean, 350, 400 million guns are uh, in Americans' possessions, and incidents like this are very rare. And frequently, when it involves inner city crime, they are weapons that have been uh, surreptitiously gotten. So not legal gun owners, right? But here is, uh, here is KJP yesterday, Corinne Jean-Pierre, talking about guns. Guns, 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 guns. And she mentions uh, the, the, the two stories that I mentioned yesterday in our show and juxtaposed them. And she completely, completely skipped Chicago, where eight kids of color were murdered last weekend. Uh, One guy was 32. The other ones were all uh, 21 and younger in Chicago. And 40 people were shot. But here is Corinne Jean-Pierre. Of this, that, as you've heard me say many times, the president put it in his statement recently, guns is the leading cause of death in our children. Yes, guns is the leading cause of death in our children. Just want you to know that Corinne Jean-Pierre says guns is the leading cause of death in our children. This, that, as you've heard me say many times, the president put it in his statement recently, guns is the leading cause of death in our children. Now, I just want to say something. If you're going to be the spokesperson for the president of the United States in a country where the language is English. You might want to learn how to speak it. Guns is the leading cause of death in our children. Yeah, it's guns are because it's plural. I just wanted to say that real quick. Here's a little bit more from uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Four young people killed at a Sweet 16 party in Dadeville, Alabama. Two killed and four others injured on Saturday night in a crowded public park in Louisville. A bright, young, loving 16-year-old kid 
Ralph Yarrell, shot in the head in Missouri after ringing the wrong doorbell. And we just learned a few hours ago, about 12 hours ago, about a young woman, 20-year-old 20 20 woman in upstate New York who was killed for turning down the wrong driveway. Well, I can't believe she actually mentioned that. Now, normally that would get no mention whatsoever. But you see, the wealth of evidence is becoming so overwhelming with regard to failed policies in America's inner cities that the Democrat Party and Corinne Jean-Pierre and Joe Biden are trying to get on the right side of history after 50 years of ignoring it. And we won't be fooled. And these are just some of the tragedies that actually have made the headlines. For the last, what, 20 years, all you've heard after mass shootings is uh, gun control, gun control, AR-15s, weapons of war, assault ri uh, rifles, assault rifles, assault rifles, right? Have you ever heard the Democrat Party say this? The answer would be no. As you saw from the president, he and the first lady are grieving for those killed and the many others injured and fighting, fighting for their lives. In the wake of they never said anything about this at all whatsoever. This gun violence that we're seeing across the country. This is not about compassion. This is not about caring. This is about the uh, dearth of evidence with regard to Democrat failings in America's inner cities and attempting to get on the right side of history after 50 years of creating all this nonsense. If this is the only show you hear say this today, please make note of it because it is important and we won't be fooled by it. This isn't about finding solutions. This isn't about compassion. This is about the Democrat Party covering its butt. I've got a little more audio from Corinne Jean-Pierre coming up. Uh, and also, uh, Biden's ATF director, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, knows nothing about firearms but wants to take away yours. Here's the number if you want to chime in, 800-922-6680, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. America is still the land of opportunity for all. If we all come together for her, it's The Rob Carson Show. I love this song. <laughs> Little 1989, if you will. Uh, so it's interesting. She got this, uh, 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 <clears throat> excuse me, Andrew Lester is an 84-year-old man, and he shot a 16-year-old man on the front porch of his, uh, of his house um, at 10 p.m., and, uh, and the young man is uh, uh, Ralph Yarl, and he's doing well, and again, I mean, honestly, I've been praying for Ralph, and I, I live here in Kansas City, I, I want to see him succeed because I know that there are many barriers for young people of color, particularly young men of color, uh, because of Democrat policies and the absolute destruction of America's inner cities. And so I was very pleased when this kid miraculously got out of the hospital. But then there's this 85-year-old man, Andrew Lester, at his house, and he is facing felony charges, and the national news media is saying that this is a federal investigation of a hate crime. There's racism, racism, racism. America is the most racist place in the world, and racism, racism. Oh, let's see, summer's coming up. What could happen then? I have no idea. But it sounds like they're grasping, looking at anything to stir things up again, to distract from failings and all of the myriad failings of the, uh, of the Biden administration, including the southern border, etc. And then 
You got another story in, in New York. A, a young woman, 20 years old, bright future, just like the young man. Uh, in, uh, and she pulls into the wrong driveway. And Kevin Monahan is a 65-year-old man. And he goes out and, and he shoots her through the windshield of the car and kills her. Yet this man is just a paranoid old man, and this other guy in Kansas City is clearly a racist, 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 America's racist, and white people really hate black people. So, you know, you figure out what's going on there. I think you kind of know. Here's a little bit more with uh, Karim Jean-Pierre talking about how Joe Biden, Joe Biden only called one person, by the way, with all the murder and the mayhem in, uh, in Chicago with the eight people dying over the weekend 40 people shot and the four people murdered at the uh, at the sweet 16 party and and all of that stuff and but joe biden only called one person and that was a kid in uh, in kansas city the president had the chance to speak on the phone with ralph last night in addition to talking about ralph's success in high school in, in high school his hopes for the future and wishing him a speedy recovery the president committed to ralph and his mom as he has committed to so many other survivors. Has he really? No, not really. He usually just sends somebody or flies it himself when it fits his narrative, and that usually involves an assault rifle. That he will continue to fight for gun safety reforms. And what is that? Tell me exactly what will fix it all. I just really need to It's kind of like climate change. Is it gas stoves? No. Is it driving a little crappy electric car? No. Is it eating less? No. No, that's not it. Oh, it's all of those things. That's because action on gun safety is what we owe. It is what we owe to those who have had their lives stolen from them. And you've never given a crap about them unless it's by the, at the hands of an AR-15. And it is what the American people want to see. Majority of the American people want to see us take action. No, that, that's not true, actually. Despite that, last week we saw many national Republican elected officials stand alongside NRA in a race. Oh, she must be talking about the NRA convention where people went and spoke. Yeah, must be that. Clearly, there's a there's a shift in the narrative here. Because it's becoming so blatantly obvious in places like Chicago that the Democrat Party and its politics have created a crisis. And now they're going to try and change sides and act like they had no idea. It's ridiculous. Let's go to Howard in New Jersey. Howard, welcome to the Rob Carson Show, my friend. What's on your mind today? Hey, Rob. How you doing, man? Good, buddy. Yeah. Um, I want to say real quick that uh, my wife and I enjoy the show. And uh, we watch it every Sunday. And uh, I go every day until our journey. And we both laugh. And, uh, you know, I just want to say that real quick. Um, first off, uh, start gun guns. Um, they're Eddie Shoots. <laughs> That's all I can say is let's go, Brandon. Let's go, um, Brandon. <laughs> okay. As far as um, I want to say something about Trump, and uh, if they put Trump in jail, I'll go in jail with him. I mean, okay. I'm, that's who I'm voting for. I don't care who else runs. I don't care what else they do. If he's dead, I'm going to dig him up and put his call in, in the White House. All right, all right. Um, you also mentioned, the, in, and you told my producer, Brian, that, that you think Americans uh, are going to fight back if the government tries to take away their guns. <laughs> Absolutely. That better be a high-paying job. You know, depending on a lot of them. 
All right. Uh, listen, Howard, I appreciate the phone call. Got a little a little uh, problem hearing everything, but I know you like the TV show, and I know you support Donald Trump. And uh, it's kind of funny. Yesterday there was somebody saying that uh, the Second Amendment was created so they could uh, put down uh, a slave rebellion, and that's an absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense. And I'll explain why and share some more audio in your phone calls on the other side of this break. This is The Rob Carson Show. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, is specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full size in three popular calibers. If you're a first-time gun owner, EAA Corp's all-in-one 9mm MC9 Striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes the MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There is a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today at EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of hard-earned money. Visit EAACorp.com. That's EAACorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. The one thing the America-hating left and Democrats didn't expect. Unlike them, we don't hate America. We are finally putting America first. It's the Rob Carson Show. You know, it is remarkable that Corinne Jean-Pierre in the White House have said nothing about Chicago inner-city violence or Baltimore inner-city violence or the uh, bloodshed that's happening in America's inner cities with young people of color. Not a thing until yesterday. And the only thing she said was uh, guns. It was just guns, guns, guns. So uh, I think really we are reaching a zenith as far as the realization of what the real problems in America are, uh, the truth coming out about all of it, and this is uh, another attempted distraction. It's it's guns now. It's not assault rifles. It's not banning weapons of war. It's just guns. It's just guns. And uh, uh, it, it's so transparent and obvious. You know, I always say, uh, uh, don't catch the stupid. And, and there are points that, that the, the evidence is so overwhelming that it's not even worth arguing. They've never said a damn thing. They've never cared about black kids in inner cities. They never have. Barack Obama, for crying out loud, I want you to think about this. The first black president in American history. Not my choice, but historical nonetheless. Elected twice. You're thinking, oh my goodness, this is the hurdle that we get past. And what has happened? Things have only got worse. And what has that man done other than enrich himself? He's got two beautiful beachfront properties despite global climate change warming, hole in the ozone killer bees. He's bought two glorious, actually he tore down the uh, the mansion that was used in Magnum P.I. Did you know that? He tore it down and he, he built his own mansion on it on uh, oceanfront property that he says the sea is rising. What has he said about the children in Chicago who are being murdered every weekend? What has he said as a father, uh, as, as a black father, about the importance of fatherhood and staying in schools and, and realizing the American dream? What has he said? He hasn't said anything. He hasn't said anything. It is remarkable 
When you just think about that, what he could do as an agent of positive change, but he's chosen to be an agent of the left, of the Maoist revolution, of the class of 1968. It is is shameful and really sad. And I've been talking about this forever. And many, many times I've been told to shut up because you're a white guy and you're racist if you bring it up. And all I've ever cared about is the kids. Chicago couple, they were battered by a violent mob over the weekend. These uh, uh, two people, maybe you saw the video, they were at the door of her house, and uh, uh, her name is uh, Ashley, and uh, and her boyfriend, who just happened to be a a person of color, uh, she's 20, he's 22, they were swarmed by teen rioters as they stepped out on the streets of Chicago, they didn't want to reveal their full names because they don't want to get murdered, and... uh, and State Senator Robert Peters is a Democrat, took to Twitter, uh, Twitter to say, uh, you know, listen, this is not the, these kids' problems. He says, I would look at the behavior of young people as a political act and statement. It's a mass protest against poverty and segregation. <laughs> really, really, really. So there you go. It's poverty. Meanwhile, all the kids at these events, you know, whether it be in Compton, wrecking the convenience store, or in, uh, I don't know, the entire summer of 2020 with Black Lives Matter protests and looting and all that, all of them have these brand new, beautiful, uh, you know, $1,200 iPhones in their pockets and all of that. Really? They really look homeless. They really look destitute, don't they? It's absolutely ridiculous. Here is uh, Senator John Kennedy. And John Kennedy, I love this guy. Love, love, love this guy. Here he is uh, stating the truth, the truth finally. The young people shown on your video probably uh, have never felt the firm hand of a father or the loving hand of a mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, put another way, if, if you're a parent, you stop loving your kid, your kid's not going to stop loving you. Your kid's going to He's a racist. Stop, stop loving himself. But I don't know how so government true. can make parents. Listen to that again. This is a really, really good line. Firm hand of a father or the loving hand of a mother. Uh, put another way, if, if you're a parent, you stop loving your kid. Your kid's not going to stop loving you. Your kid's going to stop, stop loving himself. Wow. But I don't know how so government true. can make wow. parents support their children. Um, and, and that notwithstanding, our society, most civilized societies, are based on free will and responsibility. Huh. It, it doesn't matter where you are in life. It doesn't matter what someone's done to you or may have done to you. You are responsible for your actions. No, no, it's the slave owners. And if you take other people's stuff or you hurt other people uh, personally, there has to have to be consequences. Shut the front door. Really? Yeah, here's a little bit more from uh, uh, Senator John Kennedy about Democrats continuing to reelect morons who uh, destroy their cities. So when you have these these woke uh, race baiting mayors and district attorneys who mm. say, well, uh, nobody's responsible. Uh, it's all society's fault. All that is going to, to do is lead to to a decay of America. Yeah. And, you know, I, I guess I should be philosophical and say, you know, the people elected these folks, elect the clown, expect the circus. There you go. This is Lori Lightfoot, the outgoing mayor of Chicago, uh, with just, I mean, honestly, uh, this is mind-bendingly uh, 
out of touch talking about the uh, crowds of teens who went and did destructive acts in Chicago, just like, remember, and it's the same person who, who in the summer of 2020 said that the protests were mostly peaceful. Usually peaceful protests don't result in $2 billion worth of damage and 29 people murdered and thousands of police injuries. But here is this Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. There I said it. The vast majority of the young people who came downtown came downtown because it was a great um, weather and an opportunity to enjoy the city. Yeah, they all came down responding to this, uh, you know, uh, the social media thing to go down, enjoy the good weather and enjoy downtown Chicago right before they set it all on fire. That's absolutely entirely appropriate. Uh, there are a few that came with different intentions and they have, they have and they will be dealt with. Um, but I'm not going to um, use your language, which I think is um, wrong uh, to say that it's mayhem. Um, we have taken steps and we'll take steps. So I'm not going to use the language. That is not mayhem. You say that is mayhem, but honestly, that is not mayhem. All of that mayhem, mayhem down there, that was not mayhem. That uh, Tesla that got uh, torn completely apart and the people jumping up and down on the buses and the, uh, the shootings, the shoot, don't forget the shootings. That was not mayhem. That was people just coming downtown to enjoy a lovely, lovely spring day. Address these teen trends. It's not the first time uh, that we've uh, addressed these issues, but our young people have have an opportunity um, and, and a right to enjoy the entirety of our city, but they have to do it in a way that is respectful for people and property. And we did address that um, over the weekend, and we will continue to address it. It's why did we put some of the um, changes? Continue to address it. You never addressed it. It's only gotten worse. <laughs> Honestly, wow, just wow. Let's go to uh, Glenn in uh, Jim, uh, Jim, Jim in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Hi there, Jim. Welcome to the show. What's up? Good afternoon. Well, you've had a great show so far. I would like to nominate myself for president of the United States as a frugal Democrat. Really? Can I, can I give you an example of frugal? Yes, please. Okay, here comes a spy balloon. I don't send up no Air Force jet. No, 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 no. I send up a Navy jet. Navy jets have a big hook on the back. I would put 3,000 feet of barbed wire on the back, fly over the balloon, rip tear down the balloon, and save the taxpayer $400,000, and $300 worth of barbed wire is, can be used again. Now, yeah, you know, that, we could go balloon snagging. You're right. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I hadn't thought of that, I'm a, but I'm a, sure. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Democrat because I'm a businessman in Maryland, so I You're, have to be a Democrat. I'll, that is true. In Maryland, it is very hard to uh, to mention that you are Republican. Uh, and by the way, Maryland has also gone off the deep end with its uh, Maryland General Asylum. I lived in Maryland for a dozen years. Jim, they want to make it into a sanctuary state for abortion, for transgender nonsense. Uh, and of course, they were completely down with uh, with all the COVID restrictions. So, uh, I, Jim, why are you still there? Uh, still in Maryland. Yeah. I'm sort of stuck with my business, you know. I understand that. Uh, I got a mom and pop type of business, and, it, you know, it's, it's tough to move that kind of business. 
I know, bro. Well, listen, hang in there. And listen, uh, I appreciate the phone call. When I lived in Maryland, I, I loved it. I loved it. I was near history. I was near the ocean. I was near mountains. I could go skiing one weekend. I could go to Gettysburg. I could go to, you know, Arlington. I could go downtown. I loved it. I loved it. I, it was heartbroken when I had to move, but radio is radio. And now I'm like, wow, my kids missed all that COVID madness. They're, they're missing all this transgender and CRT crap in schools, by the way. Oh, and let's not forget what uh, C. CRT and the 1619 Project is done. Do you suppose that telling kids of color that white people are white supremacists and they're evil and they're privileged and telling white kids that everything they have is because of privilege and uh, and saying that uh, white supremacy is everywhere when it's not and all of this has been about the distracting from the destruction of America's cities and uh, and and the war uh, by the Democrat Party on people of color, starting with the Civil War, the party of slavery, moving on to Jim Crow, moving on to Planned Parenthood, created by a eugenist who was a racist, and consequently 20 million young black people were, were terminated before they could be born. And then uh, the Great Society, Lyndon Johnson, going to fix everything. And what happened? Where are we now? Donald Trump said, what have you got to lose? There was a thing called the walk away movement where 500,000 people on Facebook, mostly of people of color, were walking away from the Democrat Party and Facebook made it go away. So now what is the Democrat Party doing? Well, they're acknowledging violence in the inner cities, but they're blaming it on guns. It is just amazing. Let's go to Claude in Arbutus. Hello, Claude. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up, bud? Rob, we've had nothing but trouble down here in Ohio with juveniles and motorbikes, and they've been shooting, and we had a... We had a 12 year old that we shot with an AR-15. But here's the thing. An AR-15 is not an assault weapon by any means. It's made by Armor Light Rifle Company. Armor Light Rifle, yes, sir. So that's why it's called AR. It doesn't mean it's a, it's a high-powered weapon or anything. It's it's basically a 22 long. Now, if anybody yes. wants to debate this with me, because I was in law enforcement, I could be a guest on your show, and we'll talk about this all day long. That's yeah. fine. Only yeah. 1% of people, licensed gun holders, are the problem one percent even maybe less than one percent which less is than that yeah yeah it's and, less and than that here's another thing rob that they're putting on you that this sb1 now they don't want you to carry a gun anywhere in public in maryland which yeah. was already passed by the bruin decision in new york that said it was unconstitutional yeah. so how can they pass something in the you know the general asylum here when it was unconstitutional in new york and the supreme court's going to shoot it down it's because nobody in Maryland will fight against it. They're, they're too over, overwhelmed. You know, I live in uh, Johnson County, Kansas, the Kansas City side of, uh, of uh, or the, the uh, Kansas side of Kansas City. We have open carry here, all right? And uh, do you know how many liquor store robberies we've had so far this year in the middle of the night? Do you, you want to guess there, Claude? Anybody, anything you want to guess? Zero. Zero. Do you know how many smash and grab robberies at convenience stores they've had in Johnson County in the last year? Zero. Zero, yeah. How many, how many times have people gone into malls and just raided and stole all the jewelry and walked out? Zero, 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 zero. And by the way, property crimes are very low because you never know when you go to somebody's house if they got a gun. And it works pretty well. Meanwhile, in Chicago and, and Washington, D.C. and Baltimore, strictest gun control laws in the world, there's more violence you could ever imagine, Claude. And you, and you witness it as well. And it's a, it's a damned shame. And but, the police commissioner does nothing. And the mayor, he's got the same. Same story every day. Like Kimberly Clasic said, it's the same damn story every day. Yep, We're going to do right. better. We can do better. Man up. Let's put them in jail and keep them there. Yep. Let's put them in more prisons. 
Yeah, well, and also we've got to do something about parents being involved. Uh, it is uh, it is just shameful. And, and honestly, the, the reason why, like I said, the White House finally acknowledged, just, just t- touching on uh, some of the violence around the country, but immediately shifting to guns, guns, guns away from the AR-15 shows that uh, this is getting out of hand and people are finally getting it. I appreciate the call there, Claude. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Proud to serve as the iceberg to the SS Titanic every day. It's the Rob Carson Show. So last weekend in Chicago, 40 people were shot. Eight people died. Most of them were under 21 years old. Lori Lightfoot said that the carnage in Chicago was not mayhem. It was just kids going down. It was a warm day, and people just wanted to enjoy it, everything. There was a teen takeover of the Loop in Chicago on Saturday night. Uh, Criminally destructive teens jumped on city buses, destroyed cars, shot one and another as the Chicago police struggled to get the situation under control. And today... Uh, or yesterday, Corinne Jean-Pierre says, it's guns. It's not, it's not uh, assault rifles. It's just guns. It's just guns. That's all it is. How about personal responsibility? How about parenthood? How about that? We've kind of let that uh, go, haven't we? We've kind of gotten rid of that. We left it in the... Uh, uh, remember, remember when it was, uh, you know, a kid gets in trouble at school, it's a reflection of the parent. When a kid, when a kid commits a crime, why in the hell was he out at 2 o'clock in the morning with a gun? They've given up on that. They're just going to blame the guns now. <laughs> it's going to blame the uh, guns now. This is Biden's new uh, ATF director. This guy is uh, fantastic. Nobody in the Biden administration knows anything about what they're doing. You've got an energy secretary who doesn't know anything about energy. You've got a transportation secretary who doesn't know anything about transportation. And now you have, a, you have a, an ATF, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. I'm wondering what he's an expert at. I'm thinking probably the alcohol. But anyway, here he is uh, not knowing anything about assault weapons or any other thing else. Uh, as a gun owner... Uh, of many different types and a 20-year military veteran. I have some expertise in weaponry uh, and self-defense weapons. What could you, in 15 seconds, would you define an assault weapon for me? So, so if you go after that 15 seconds, I'll just interrupt you. So, 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 by the way, uh, last week, Alejandro Mayorkas was asked, uh, actually the last couple of weeks, twice by John Kennedy, what's an assault weapon? He still, even the second time, didn't know what the hell it was. I'll go shorter than that because I, I honestly, I do think that's a, if Congress wishes to take that up, I think Congress would have to do the work, but we would be there to provide technical assistance. I, unlike you, I'm not a firearms expert to the same extent as you may be. Why the hell are you the ATF director? But we have people at ATF who can talk about uh, uh, velocity of firearms, what damage different kinds of firearms cause. You know, the things that go bang, bang and go in our shooty. So that whatever determination you, you chose to make would be an informed one. Yeah, the thing, they go bang, bang, and they get shooty. And so if you really have any questions about it, ask somebody else is what he's saying. Heather McDonald is an author, and I really enjoy uh, some of the work she's had, and we're going to get her on the show. Uh, she just happens to be a, uh, an expert on inner city violence, and she was on, I guess, talking with Tucker last night about, uh, about these mobs happening all over the country. Well, that would depend on being believing in the police authority, and the elites have done everything they can possibly do to discredit legitimate police authority by calling it racist. We are seeing civilization break down in front of our eyes. It's a willed and voluntary breakdown, and it will continue and worsen until we stand up against the phony charge of racism, whether directed at the police, at medicine, or the arts, and start defending America's civilizational inheritance. Oh, yeah! 
I, I love this idea that what we're, we're seeing is the product of starvation or deprivation or poverty. <laughs> These mobs are all organized on social media. The oh, participants yeah. all have smartphones. That's not my idea of starvation or deprivation. Yeah. I think they actually post themselves starving on Instagram where they have uh, thousands of followers. A little bit more from Heather McDonald about America's inner cities. Yes, they're absolutely intimidated because the left will say they're playing the race card. It's very odd because the left says there's no racial disparities in crime, and yet if somebody talks about crime, they'll be accused sotto voce of being racist. So the left actually knows something that it's not letting on. Yeah, don't say that the national murder rate with black-on-black -black violence is 13 to 15 times the national average, because that's racist. The fact is, is that law enforcement is not racist for having a disparate impact on black criminals. It has a disparate impact on black criminals when it's enforced in a colorblind manner because the black crime rate is so high. Who suffers from that black crime rate? Overwhelmingly black victims. Oh, yeah. And yet we're not allowed to talk about those black victims because doing so means talking about black crime. And America turns its eyes away from the pathological inner city culture that gives us these mobs, that gives us these barbaric drive-by shootings, and that will tear down everything unless we stop capitulating to the racial hustle tucker there you go let's take a break and come back this is the rob carson show hi it's tony marino host of the newsmax daily podcast your daily news bulletin of newsmax's top headlines along with commentary from our hosts and experts you can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. This country was made by tax rebels, freedom fighters, gold seekers, believers, lovers, and true patriots. We're Newsmax, and we're their heirs, and so are you. Newsmax TV, real news for real people. 